Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by Just Us. There's no sponsor this week, as opposed to most other weeks when we certainly, definitely, absolutely have a for real sponsor that pays us money. My name is Jason. Hey, what's up? I'm KJ, and in this episode, we kick off our week in review with a little game we like to call, Is It QE or Me? Or we could also call it QE or Not QE. Or, uh, you get the picture. And we give a hotel update. The answer to all of these is no. Then we discuss what's trending now in a very sports-heavy segment. We talk baseball, Wimbledon, World Cup, and more soccer, and even some hockey, and uh, more baseball. Kill me now. And we wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Hey, what's up this week? Uh, Good is up. Good is up this week. I had a QE moment yesterday. A total quantum entanglement moment. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure you did. I actually had a few key I had a few QE moments this week, really. But but I'm gonna tell you one. And you can decide it, you know, I guess it's another game of is it QE or is it just me? I don't know. Too QE or not to QE. Yes. So okay. there is no question. It's not QE, <laughs> but uh, I, don't I like know. playing this game. Go Wait, ahead. Yes. Is it QE or just me or QE or not QE? I like them. Both. QE or me. Yeah. So at work yesterday, I'm sitting there doing my paperwork and I hear a song. A song comes on the radio at work. I haven't heard this song in probably 20 years. Do you want to take a guess at the song? Oh, I 100% want to try to guess what it is. Okay. Um, 20 years, 20 years would make it like, (laughs) it had to come out before 98. You're listening to the radio at work. It's probably what they now consider classic rock or... Easy listening is what I'm guessing that the radio is on where you work. I think you want to lean easy more listening. to easy listening, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, With well, that I mean, population. Classic rock now is also, I mean, like Nirvana is classic rock. You hear yeah, like yeah. grunt, your sound garden on classic rock radio, which makes me sad. Yes, but um, remember I'm at a nursing see. home, so most oh, of the I know. time. I, I'm factoring listening. all this in in the background. Okay, I got good. it. So let's see. So the song is probably older than the late 90s, just because... Mm, 20, I, 20 years is just a guess. I did not look up, but I bet you late 90s, mid to late 90s is probably right. And you were doing paperwork. <laughs> you got to take all the factors in. Okay, yep. So you're working, you're doing a job. Paperwork, easy listening, 
mid late nineties or like, you know, early late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. So I'm going to give you a hint. Think about the last couple of weeks that we've talked about on this podcast, the last couple things regarding music we've talked about on this podcast. Is it a Madonna song? Yes. Is it a Madonna song from or was it in a movie? Yes. Is it from the Dick Tracy soundtrack? No. Is it from a movie in the 80s or 90s? 90s. This used to be my playground. Boom. Yeah. Total QE. That's not QE. It has to be QE. 20 years. No, no. 20 years ago. I haven't heard that song. We talk about it on this podcast and then I hear it. That's Hmm. not QE. That's not how QE works. (laughs) But sure. It's QE to me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But you have to say that's a pretty good coincidence. Yeah, it's a good coincidence. Or a bad coincidence in the case of having to hear that yes, song Yes, I heard it and I'm like, yeah, this isn't very good. <laughs> no, I, I, it's the thing of even if you liked that song in the mid-90s, go back and listen to it now. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have to search it out. It came to me. Yeah, it searched you out. Yes, it, it did. It hunted you down like the predator. Yes. And killed your musical <laughs> listening desire for the rest of the day. <laughs> Thankfully, I was on my way. I was finishing up my paperwork for the day, so... That was the last song I heard at work. Ah, that's a sad song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to do paperwork, too. Yes, it was. I just couldn't believe that it was coming into my ears. I can't believe they play that on the radio still. I know. Well, this is it's local just a bad, radio. It's a bad, bad, it's just a bad song in general. Yes, it is. And, you know, but this is, like I said, this is local radio here in a small town. Do you know what they do every Wednesday from 1030 to noon on the local radio? They do, I'm guess. I'm going to save us you needing to guess. They do yes. an auction where listeners will, so they'll say, okay, I have, I have a coupon for Perkins for $20 worth of food for $10. And then listeners call in and say, hey, it's Doris. You got any Perkins left? And they'll say, yeah, we got two Perkins left. I'll take two of them. And then they give you the, they, you have to give them, in order to identify yourself, you give them the last four digits of your phone number. Is this the Retirement Home Radio (laughs) Network? No, this is the local town. This is the same radio station that broadcasts Twins games when the Twins are on. Like this is is an an AM radio station. No, FM every Wednesday. So I'll tell you what's QE about this is that what's related to quantum physics in this is that you have discovered time travel and you have traveled back to the '60s (laughs) where you live because that's crazy. I know it's real, and apparently. Just up until a few years ago, they did an antique or a junk um, thing where listeners could call in and say, I've got a 56 Alice Chalmers tractor. I don't know if they're even making, I'm, you know, I'm just using Alice Chalmers in 1956. I don't know if they even made them. But anyway, I've got a 56. I literally have no idea what you're talking about, so it doesn't matter. A 56 Alice Chalmers. Somebody will know. I'm, I'm thinking Jenny Robbins. I think she likes Alice Chalmers. Chal- what did I say? Chalmers. I have anyway, no idea. These what are you tractors. Said or what you so meant. it's a it's a tractor. I have a '56 Alice Chalmers for sale, and then the, another listener will call in and say, "I'll take it." Like they just hijacked the radio for a while. <laughs> we should give out the phone number and let people call in. Yeah. 
So I'm glad they some, don't do that some, anymore. I got some Perkins coupons. I have a free pie from Perkins. How did you get that? When when I won longest putt in a tournament a few about a month ago now, golf tournament. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yes, and I also won five free passes to the local movie theater, which I'm waiting for a good summer movie to come out so that I can use them. Well, you're running out of time. You're running out of summer. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I'm hoping that my, you probably don't have any desire to see this, but I'm hoping that my local theater will show Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary about Fred Rogers, and I will use no, it on actually, that. No, actually, I'm interested in seeing that, but I'm not going to the movie theater to see that. I am if it's free. I would rather, that's a, that's a documentaries are more like home viewing to me. I don't know. I saw um, RBG in the theater with my mom and my aunt and the Hall of Famer, and that was really fun to see with a group of people. There was applause okay. afterwards. Yeah, it was great. I think what I'm coming around to is I just don't like being around people. Well, you know, I don't really either, but a movie theater I can take. Nah, I don't like going <laughs> to movie theaters. So do you have... So, um... I think people, anybody who was listening to this has now switched over to the Minnesota local public radio. Well, not public radio. This is <laughs> Or they fell asleep. <laughs> they might have listened. What are we they talking might, about? They might want to turn and listen to, you know, they could get themselves a good deal. $20 could probably, for $10 yeah. at Perkins. That's pretty good. Yeah, half. That's half. Yes. You could get, you could probably get that station over the internet. Probably. I do not know the station number. I just turn the radio on when I get to work and that's the one it's on. That's the one they've set it on and ripped the knob off. <laughs> no, you can actually adjust it, but I just never take the time to do it. Uh, see, I would rather have no radio than actual local radio now. Well, for the no most radio. part, they play easy listening songs that I, you know, I like some of them, not all of them. But on Wednesdays for an hour and a half, the, this auction comes on and that's not as fun. Yeah. Well, it's, easy listening is not fun for me. No, no, but it's kind of easy nice. listening is not easy to listen to. If it's in the background, I don't mind it. I, I don't want a song that I really love when I'm trying to concentrate and work because I'm going to be distracted by trying to sing along. Then I won't get any work done. I, I can't help you there. I don't know <laughs> what to say about this. Well, that's why easy listening's fine. So do you have, did you, what, what did you, what was your week like? Any updates for you? Uh, no, I'm just working on music. Oh, and where are you, where are you with that? In the middle. Okay. <laughs> Which right. is always the worst part. <laughs> well, I have one more update. It's not really okay. a great update, but it's about the hotel room fiasco. So Clarion Hotel, which I guess is part of Choice Hotels. Yes. About four or five days ago now. Maybe even six days ago, I got this tweet from Clarion. I'm sorry, from Choice Hotels at Choice Hotels, a verified account. Hey, KJ, we're listening. Thanks for your patience during this busy travel season. We want to know how we can help. We'd hoped that our franchise franchisees would resolve this for you. If not, send us a DM with stay details. We'll chat. CW. So I'm I'm excited about that, right? I'm like, oh, good. They finally they finally responded. Yeah, at least they responded. Yeah, and I DM'd them almost immediately back, and I have heard nothing since. 
four or yeah, five days ago, six days ago. That's probably how it's going. Well, they're, they're investigating. They're checking into it. Okay, well, I hope so. Hmm? So that's it. That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, they could just give you the $50 and be like, yeah, this is what it is. But, you know, once they verified that you stayed there. Well, it costs more than $50. Yeah, I don't think they're giving you more than that, though. Oh. You, they're you not just, giving you the full amount back. You just chose it's an arbitrary $50 or what? No, because it was a $50. The tweet that I saw was, hey, you know, tell us about your stay and you could win a $50, you know, gift, whatever, <laughs> credit at our, their, over, for your next day or something like that. It's $50. Okay. So, I mean, look. Is that your guess? Their, no, my guess is they're probably going to prorate it and say, okay, you had to stay in a room with another person that you didn't know, a stranger, for approximately 30 seconds. So we're going to take that rate and factor that into the 24 hours that you paid for, and we're going to give you three nickels, and you're going to like it. <laughs> That's probably now, what their response is going to be. I doubt that. They, no way. I don't think they're giving you anything, is my, is my general opinion. They probably won't, but they should. They absolutely should. The franchisee or whatever they wanted to call them, the person running the hotel when you checked out should have handled it right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. And I suppose we should have been more forceful right then, but we weren't. Yeah, I was supposed to stay. I was out of town this weekend. I was supposed to stay at a hotel on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. and ended up driving back home six hours because the hotel lost the reservation. Oh, no. And, and they had were checked, full? Had checked, yeah. Had che- and no hotels in the area had any places to stay. So I just like, screw it, I'm driving all the way back home. Oh, my gosh. What time did you get home then? It was like 1230, midnight. Oh, okay. Well, that's also bad. But you didn't pay any money, so they, they should give you a free uh, night. Yeah, my family had uh, prepaid for it when they registered the room, so I'm letting them sort that out. Oh, but you should be refunded. I would hope so. What you should be is refunded and a free night stay for their screw-up. Well, I don't understand how you lose a... Re- you just yeah. basically give the room... To- <laughs> it's I the Seinfeld. Either. It's the, I make a reservation to hold you hold the room. It's like when he was trying to rent the car and they gave his reservation away. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you ha- I know you have a reservation. We just don't have any cars. And he's like, you know, what? <laughs> you do not understand the purpose of what a reservation, a reservation is. is. Yeah. And that's what I... I literally wanted to go into that with the guy, but I was like, I, I just I drive home. So we just drove home. Okay. I was glad to I was glad to come home. Trust me. Oh, so you came home by yourself? Oh no, no, not oh. my. I mean, my immediate family was with me. They're oh, fine. Okay. I right. live with them. Yes. That's for better or worse. You know, when my kids are acting like nuts, I'm I'm with them all the time. It's the the rest of my extended family that oh. I was like, nah, I'm fine to come home. Okay. Okay. Got it. I wasn't sure what you meant, but when you said family, I just assumed your immediate family. But yeah, and 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 even like you know my exterior immediate family like my parents and my brother and his wife and kids they're all fine too it's the it's like the extended extended uh-huh yeah too many cousins too many little kids too many you know people running around yeah too many people we're back to that again yeah i understand i would like my family a lot more if they weren't people <laughs> you need to get more dogs uh yeah actually i think we might do that oh well i can't wait to hear about that yeah my brother got a dog recently it's pretty cool so we're gonna so did my brother yeah 
I haven't Look met the dog yet, but I'm hoping to meet the dog soon. Is that QE? No, that's coincidence. Oh, okay. Yep. But I will tell you one more QE. So my stepbrother, Tim, was on the show last week. My brother was, did not know that, I, that you know, we were talking with Tim, did not know we were recording. And so after we were done, um, I emailed my brother and said, you know, you want to check this out? Tim was on the podcast. And so he, he did. And he said, yeah, that was really cool. And then he said, I actually looked at that article about breaking news, the neutrinos. I actually read that article the same day that you were talking to Tim. Now, I know you're going to say that's coincidence, but it's kind of cool because it's, phys- it's actually physics. It's like a QE physics situation. He's mm-hmm. reading about physics on the day we're talking to Tim about physics. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> no. Okay. So Madonna used to be my playground is bigger QE than that one. Also, no. Okay. And you said, oh, you're going to tell me another QE. I'm waiting for you to tell me the first one <laughs> still. I'll tell you one more. Sure. So I'm. You have to tell me one and then another one before you can get to the one more, but go ahead. Now, this one I have had confirmed as a QE from the other party. Okay. So I'm texting back and forth, and I won't say who because I have not, do not have his permission to mention who this is. So. I'm texting back and forth with someone whose brother played in the minor leagues and he played for different teams. And one of the team's names was the Pensacola Pelicans. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a really cool name. Oh, the Pensacola Pelicans, Pensacola Pelicans. What a great name. And he said, well, they're not called the Pensacola Pelicans anymore. They're now called the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. And I said, well, that's pretty lame. My Pensacola Pelicans is a nice, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Alliteration. I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like pelicans being from Louisiana. I like, I like looking at pelicans. I don't see them up here. Anyway, that's not the QE. The QE is that three days later, on PTI, when there's no other sports going on, PTI closes the show with, who you, you know how they do game night, who you got? Some jumbo shrimp team was playing the Blue Wahoos. I'd never heard of the Blue Wahoos. Mm-hmm. I I texted this person back and I said, look at this. This is QE, right? He says, totally QE. What do you think? I'm still waiting for you to <laughs> tell me the QE moment. <laughs> I told you it already. Blue Wahoos. That is a terrible name, by the way. When you go from Pelicans, that's a big step I know, going. it's terrible. In these days and times, people need to know What's trending? What's trending? What's trending? What's trending? What's trending? What's trending? What's trending now? Hashtag tic tac toe, pound sign, flashback, throwback, favorites and top five. Now trending back on Twitter from Instagram. Was the hack by some local scam? Nikki and Remy Ma battling verse. Richard Simmons missing and Jurassic giving birth. Whether it's intentional or maybe a whoops. Now Arium fosters out fighting some wolves. Maybe some pain that no one clicks on. Text for days like your awesome calls. Hey, BBC News, work from home, dude. Go ahead, take a bow. You're what's trending now. What's trending now? 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 What's trending now?
know, in the sports world, I mean, something that we talk about all the time on this podcast, the sports world, there's a mm-hmm. lot trending. So a lot going... Wait, wait, wait a minute. It, yes. I thought this was the post... All-star break, 4th of July, dead zone for sports that I always hear people talking about that nothing is going on. Yes, but this year there was a, you know, there was a bonus, which is over now, but I'm talking about over the last week. World Cup, Wimbledon was going on, and then, yes, there was the all-star game, and now, all those are over, and now the British Open, or actually it's called the Open, has started. And we had the ESPY Awards. So a lot of sports going on right now. Just not the big football and basketball. Oh, you mean just not the good sports? Yeah. Is what you're saying. So I can't believe you put the ESPYs in there. Well, the ESPYs happened. The ESPYs are... I don't understand the ESPYs. I don't... It's because ESPN wanted to make itself self-important by making its own award. We were watching PTI, and then after PTI, the red carpet show came on, <laughs> and that was on in the background, and finally, I just shut it off. I'm like, what is this all about? And then they had a countdown to the ESPYs, and it was like an hour and 53 minutes away. I'm like, who's yeah. watching the red carpet show for two hours? Who's watching the ESPYs? I don't know. I did not watch one single Who cares about that? I, I would like to know anybody out there who listens to us, why you watch the ESPYs. I will tell you that I like to see what, not for long, but I don't mind. That's why the red carpet show in the beginning, I was like, okay, I like to see what people are wearing. But that doesn't last really very that. long. Mm. Yeah, I, I, it's just, I, it, I think award shows are dumb anyway. Mm-hmm. But the ESPYs is the worst out of all of them. Probably. MTV Movie it's... Awards, MTV VMAs. At least they did it, they started years ago when it was a little more interesting. Yeah. The ESPYs seemed just the most contrived to me. And yes. I know, you know, they're highlighting good things and, and in some cases with, the, with some of their, you know, like uh, the Arthur Ashe Award and the Jimmy V thing. And mm-hmm. That's, that's, yep. that's point, point those things out. Don't give out, you know... What are some of the other dumb awards they get? Well, okay, out? so this is what I saw on the red carpet. They interviewed Chloe Kim. Do you remember Chloe Kim from the Olympics, the sm- uh, snowboarder? Snowboarder, right. Yeah. Yep. And they gave her three awards in- before the show started. So I'm assuming these are like the the, <laughs> the Oscars where they only show a few awards and all yep. the other ones that are awarded previously this evening or whatever. So yeah. they give Chloe Kim, and one of them was like some, all of them were made up. Well, first, the, the main one I think she got was Best Female Olympian. Okay, I can see that. The second one was something like Best Action Athlete. I'm like, and what athlete doesn't have some action? Even a <laughs> race car driver has to, you know, move a little yes. bit. So what a stupid name, Action Athlete or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that is dumb. And then the other one I cannot remember at all, but it was along those same lines. Best, she showed up to publicize <laughs> yeah. our event, athlete yes. of 2018. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. gave her two ESPYs on the red carpet couch, and I'm sure that she won the third one during the show. Wait a minute. What's a red carpet couch? Okay, sorry. They had a couch on the red carpet? Yes. Because they, the, I thought the red carpet the host, was for walking into the event. The hosts can't be bothered to stand up and interview, you know. So they're at 
you can what see has the, happened to our society. <laughs> you can see the red carpet in the background, but it was a sectional couch. So the two hosts were sitting on one end of the couch or one side of the couch, and then the other, like a ninety degree turn, Chloe Kim was sitting on the other side, and I believe the couch was white. That's an interview set. That's like a host interview yes. set. That's and not a see red, the red carpet, carpet walkway. You know, the red carpet was behind, and people were walking behind the red carpet, and yeah. So as needless to say, I didn't watch it for very long. But I did see Chloe Kim get some awards pre-show. That I, Yeah, I know. If they gave out Best Olympian awards pre-show, what did they give out during the actual show? I don't know. She was nominated for three awards, and she only got two at the pre-show. So whatever that third one was, I'm, I guarantee she got it during the show. Or maybe she didn't win. Well, she might not have, but usually you can tell on these award shows who's going to win based on who they've picked to perform for the evening, like on the Grammys. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, yes, all of this is they know ahead of time they're going to win. Do you think so? I think so. Certainly on these, like, lesser tier, maybe not the Grammys and the Oscars mm-hmm. and the Tonys. That's what but I'm these lesser of. tier, like, award shows, like the MTV ones and the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice and whatever else garbage award of the day that stuff they know because what they do is talk to the person's publicist publicist and say hey you know um we're planning on giving you this award if you want to show up to this thing because otherwise who is going to this second tier and third tier stuff um well chloe kim looked pretty surprised when they gave her the two awards yeah i'm sure she was shocked (laughs) who uh so were there even other people nominated that's my yes, question. they did. They had did. you heard of them? Um, yeah, one of them, Michaela Schifrin. They nominated her a, a skier. I have no idea who that is. Uh, one of the skiers. I didn't see Lindsey Vaughn on the list, which was interesting. Well, did she? Well, female win Olympian. At the yeah, she did. She won a bronze, I think, and she might have yeah. won silver. You got to knock out a gold if you're going to win yeah, best female true. Olympian. That's true. But she looked surprised, but it also kind of looked like it was a fake surprise. Yeah, and those people that get proposed to at the Twins ballpark. Well, that's what was my next question. Is this a proposed? I'm sorry, but the last one I went to, she looked, first of all, she looked surprised and then perturbed, as Jeannie Byers said. It's a setup. I don't know if I believe it on the uh, proposing, but I might believe it with the awards. Yeah. So you didn't watch a minute of the ESPYs. I didn't watch a minute of the ESPYs. I literally did not even know it was on. Yes, I knew it was on. Now, the World Cup. Did you watch a minute of the World Cup? Yes. Okay. You watched it all? Did you watch the final game? Uh, Most of it, yeah. So I didn't watch one minute of the World Cup until I came, the channel, the remote thing, I moved it to Fox. (laughs) The TV? (laughs) The TV. And then I saw... The viewing box? I saw 30, the last 30 minutes. Now... I would say mm-hmm. clock minutes, but in soccer, that's one good thing. 30 minutes is 30 minutes, well, uh, plus, plus some stoppage time. Yeah. So I saw the, I turned it on just a minute or two before the second goal that Cro- Croatia had, where the, oh. the goalie was being a little too nonchalant, and they scored. So I thought that Cro- Croatia had a chance to come back, but no, they didn't. That's well, all I saw of the World theory, Cup. I know, of course, I know. they had no chance. Uh, absolutely not. 30 minutes is what I saw of the World Cup. I saw uh, several full matches. Like, I watched a lot of the last 16. I watched a couple of group stage things, but most of the last 16, I at least watched some of it. 
some of each match. And did you, were you enthralled or were you like, yeah, this is okay? I've always been into soccer, yeah, in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Ever since the women, the U.S. women won, what was it, 98? Yeah, Brandy Chastain, the the whole, yeah. yeah, uh When she ripped penalty kick and rips her top off or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And got I mean, into a, took a lot of flack She ripped for her that. jersey off. Yeah. That, see, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. If you look back at, even then, I was like, what is the big deal? It's, I mean, it's not like she got naked on, you know, live TV. No. No, she had a sports bra on. Yeah. Which is more clothes than a lot of people in the stands were probably wearing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, that World Cup with the women winning was so fun. I watched almost every game in that one. In fact, yeah, I went I, to a few... I went to one qualifying game, oh, cool. USA versus Germany in Germany in at Soldier Field, and Mia Hamm had a hat trick that game. It was so much fun. Nice, yeah. See, I I started watching soccer then, um, at least the World Cup, and honestly, I I prefer watching the women's matches over the men until this year when I was like, okay, I I see, you know, because it's it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how the I feel are, about are, hockey. Are faster, they have like a a little more athleticism uh-huh. overall, and it um it ends up being not 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 harder to watch and follow. But I feel like there's more strategy. I mean, and I know there's a ton of strategy in in the men. I'm 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 an idiot about soccer. What I'm saying is I like watching what the women are doing because I can follow it easier. That's how I feel about women's hockey versus men's hockey. There's definitely ah, different okay. strategies because women's hockey you're not allowed to check. So, yeah. um, men's hockey, you know, you just, when you want to get the puck, just slam them into the boards and take the puck, but not for women. Yeah. So it's a little different, but you know, I played soccer in high school, so I used to watch a ton of soccer and then I don't know, I stopped watching. And then I watched these 30 minutes of the world cup and I thought, Hmm, probably should have watched a little more of this. Now I have to wait four yes. more years. Well, no, two more two years, years for the girls, the women's. women's. Yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll so watch that's, that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. Now, I am never watching MLS. I know. I've tried, and it is, nope. I know. Okay, do that. so I went to one MLS game um, when I was doing an internship out in Salt Lake City. I went to the Salt Lake Real, or the Real Salt Lake game. That mm-hmm. was fun. It was a fun game. And now Minnesota is getting, well, they already have the team, but they're building a new stadium here. And I can't even remember oh. the name of their, the United, I think, is their name. I have no idea. Um. So I think once that new stadium opens, we might try a game. It's fun. They're fun to watch in person. It's kind of like minor league baseball. They do a lot of fun games with the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun atmosphere. So I well, might go to one of those. It's exactly like minor league baseball because it's mm-hmm. certainly in the men's case, it's lower tier yes. soccer. Yes. And it's, <laughs> I'd rather watch the Premier League. Oh, I don't blame. And you. honestly, I still don't get into. I, I don't get into that either. It's 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 the countries against each other, like Olympics vibe, mm-hmm. combined with the higher level of play that I like to watch in the World Cup. So it's so I'll definitely watch the women's World Cup in a couple of years. Probably most all of it that they put on TV, I'll watch it because it's it's something cool that you can put on the background if you're working yes, during the day. So yeah. if I'm working here at home, I just put it on and just watch it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And I will say this: Fox made it super difficult to stream anything. For me. Oh, they did? God, it's like every other, you know, thing I did, you had to log in and re-put your information in, and I'm just like, forget this. So Hell I just turned yeah. actually yeah. turned the literal TV on with the direct TV, which I never do anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not even yeah. sure why I pay for it anymore. Speaking so of that, 
I have. So Fox sucks for a lot of reasons. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I have uh, a couple months ago now, I bought, uh, we have a DirecTV Now package. Oh, yeah. Streaming only. Yep. And um, no dish, right? No dish. Well, there's still a dish on my roof, but it's because DirecTV won't come down and take it away. It's just up there. Yeah, they don't care. No. If you move, they just give you another free one. They just leave the one that's there. Yeah. But I started out with Sling TV. Yeah. Which I've heard of that. Was pretty good, and now I can't even remember why. But we canceled. We did a seven day free trial just to see how everything worked up here out in the middle of nowhere. And for the most part, it worked okay. But there was some reason, and so we switched to Directv now. And we've only had one time where it completely failed and mm. wasn't working. But they do too. You know, they let you they let you have two streams, so I could watch it on an iPad or something, and on you know hook it up to my TV. Yeah, but. They do make you put your information in more often than I'd like. Yes. That drives me nuts. I agree. But I would, uh, you know, if people are looking to cut the cord, DirecTV Now works pretty well for me. <laughs> it sounds like we're doing we're, an we're, ad. we're doing recommendations. Maybe DirecTV Now wants <laughs> to be a sponsor. It sounds like a sponsored ad. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, for a long time I've had struggles trying to find and watch my shows and watch sports mainly i want to be able to watch the twins and because mm-hmm. major league baseball almost all the stations now are cable instead of local tv which is a crime you have to get cable in order to watch baseball well can't you buy the mlb thing don't they have a thing yes but they black out your home team which is a crime what? yes oh yes See, if you if you pay the money they should not be able to block anything out no you but they do and even if i go That's to wrong. wisconsin they block the Brewers and the Twins. That's not fair either. So people that live like on the like us on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota or close, we can't get either team if we bought MLB. Hmm. See, I don't care about any of the Atlanta teams, so it wouldn't it wouldn't, wouldn't bother you. No, that's but then I mean, again, I don't care about baseball, so I'm not buying that. No, no matter what, I do have MLB package for the Cubs, and so I watch mm-hmm. that. And then when we travel, like when we go to DC, I could watch the Twins, but I that's can't watch stupid. it in my own. Yeah, because it's yeah, based on your location. That is so dumb. Yes, it is, and it's it's Those deals where very they, where they black stuff out. Yeah. Okay, so did you watch any Wimbledon? One second of Wimbledon. Oh no. <laughs> I no. um I did not on purpose. It was one of those turned it on the turn on TV. Wimbledon. I saw the men's semifinal, Djokovic versus Nadal. That was really good. That was a great match. So I was happy I saw that. I then I watched yeah. Serena's. Final, I just had it on the background. Not a good match. Did she win or lose? No, she lost in two sets. To who? Um, a German lady with the last name starting with K. That's all I got. Okay. I'd never, I'd never heard of her. But apparently yeah, I, she beat Serena a couple years ago in a different final. Not, not the Wimbledon, but somewhere else. Baseball and tennis are on the same level to me now. So you're going to say now that you didn't watch the All-Star Game or the Home Run Derby? Oh my gosh, no. So we watched the Home Run Derby, and Bryce Harper won it in his own stadium. And do not mm-hmm. say the fix was in, please. But it was great. It was really fun and entertaining to me. I loved it. The, all- the actual All-Star Game, I watched till about the fifth inning and said, I'm out. Yeah. The best part of the All-Star Game is the stuff beforehand and the, uh, introducing all the players. 
Yeah. The actual game is, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather watch an actual baseball game, which is <laughs> way oh. down on my list of priorities. Although it is kind of fun what they've done the last few years is they mic the players up while they're in the field and they talk to them. And I think that's kind of fun. It's something different. Why don't they do different. that during regular games? Just do it all the I time. I wish they would. I think that'd be really fun. Major League Baseball needs to do something. Yeah, they do. Because they're, they're about to be in trouble. In fact, yesterday, did you watch? Well, I don't know if it was yesterday. A couple of days ago. I don't know when. PTI had a story about Mike Trout. And apparently, mm-hmm. the commissioner of baseball. Yes, I know about this. Said that Mike Trout. It's kind of on Mike Trout to market yeah. Mike Trout. He literally blamed Trout for not marketing himself. Yes. And here's the thing. Trout shouldn't have to do that. No, he should not have to do that. He's, the, he's by far the best player in baseball currently. Mm-hmm. He's the best player of this generation. He might be one of, if not in the top two or three best ball, baseball players of all time by the time he's done. You should not. He should not have to take other endorsements and sponsorships in order to market himself. No, he If he's he the type not. of guy. No, because here's the thing. He, as a you know, homegrown, down-home, down-to-earth person, and being that great at baseball, if you can't market that as a league, you are in trouble. Right, and that's, that's the point that um, Kornheiser was saying on PTI. And mm-hmm. it makes total sense to me. Why, that is, I think that is really irresponsible of the commissioner to come out oh, and totally. blame him for it. No, totally. you do it. As a league, you do it. You get the people in the seats. Not Don't put it on Mike Trout's shoulders. Yeah. Figure out how to make your game better. Right. And so then we're going to, if Mike Trout does this, then people like me will say, oh, what an arrogant guy. All he cares about is marketing himself. I don't want to do that. He yeah. seems like a want, cool guy. Yeah. He's not Peyton Manning, first off. And I don't want him to try to be Peyton Manning because no. Peyton Manning annoyed me with all the stupid commercials he did. Some of them were funny. Mm-hmm. It almost became a joke to me that he did so many that I think he knew, you know, it was, it looped around back on itself and almost became funny again because he did way too many. He yeah, had too many yeah. endorsements. I so think it's I would, great that Mike Trout doesn't care about doing that. 100%. I think it's great that all he wants to do is play baseball. Yeah, he's making a ton of money, but that is yes. all that's, it's the same thing with, you know, a lot of people wished Michael Jordan would come out more politically and, and take a stance. But, you know, the whole famous Republicans buy sneakers, too. It's not Michael Jordan's job to do that. Yeah, that's, a, that's different a little level. different. That's a different that's a type different of, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a different thing. That, you're right. I that's mean, a different thing. They're talking about marketing himself. Yes. Yeah, I think Peyton Manning is a good comparison because Peyton Manning seems like a down to earth guy. Yeah, and that's true. But Peyton Manning also has some natural, like, Yes, he was on Saturday Night Live, and he was good. Yeah. For an athlete, good. he's pretty yeah. good, yes. But for, Trout, for somebody whose life has been about playing football, right, he's right. actually pretty funny. But Trout doesn't seem to care about that, and he shouldn't have Mm-mm. to care about that. I agree. And if your sport, if your league is so hurting and so out of ideas that you have to blame your players, yeah. and it's not like he's, you know... Some guy just, you know, who's middle of the road. He's one of, he's already considered one of the greatest baseball players ever. Yes. And that is a long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Come on. If, if you can't, if you can't market that, what are you doing? Well, and part I, of it is that he plays for the Angels and he's out on the West Coast and nobody talks about the West Coast. You know, if he was a Yankee, I think it'd be a little different. But not a lot. I mean, he still wouldn't market himself, but he'd be what, he, I, what I'm saying is he'd be more well known, I think. 
I think people know who he is. I think they Anybody know who he is, but they don't they don't have the MLB package and they're not staying up. If they're on the East Coast, they're not staying up till midnight watching Mike Trout play. Why doesn't then Major League Baseball should be they should be promoting these highlights? No, oh, oh, they should yeah, be pushing. Yeah, yeah. They should be putting up the highlights because people people that won't stay up late to watch games will watch highlights. They'll watch him do cool stuff. Yeah, you could put put together a highlight package and say and make it easy. I feel like with this blackout stuff that we talked about before, mm-hmm. with you know blocking out in local markets, I feel like and Major League Baseball seems to be refusing to change and adapt in a lot of ways. Maybe they yes. are, and I just don't see it because I've I've already given up on them. But I saw somebody. Somebody associated with Major League Baseball the other day tweeted something that was basically like, it's the game that, you know, you can put it in any error and it's the same. And I'm like, do you not see that as a problem? Yeah. You're promoting that as a positive. That's a problem. Yeah. Because the world yes. has changed in the last hundred years if they didn't realize it. Some for worse and some for better. Yeah. And yep. in the neutral middle zone of that is people's attention spans. People are not going to sit mm-hmm. for four hours and watch a game where every now and then some guy, some old guy in a uniform walks out on the field and talks to the guy on the mound, and it takes, you know, 10 minutes, it seems like, to do a pitching change and all this crap. You need to do something to yes. address this. Yes, and so that that's a, I'm, I'm a little torn about baseball because I agree. It is way too long, and I love baseball, but the Twins played a five-hour game. Right, the day That's before ridiculous. the All Star break, that yeah, is ridiculous. It was a five hour game, and so they are doing little things like um, limiting mound visits. Each team only gets six mound visits a game. Um, pitch time in between, or cl- pitch clock in between pitches, um, or is it in between pitches or in between innings? I can't remember, but they're they're doing some pitch clock. But at mm. the same time, those things that I do like about the tri- you you can always count on baseball to be there every night in the summer. That's why I love baseball. I love I love the tradition aspect of it, but there needs to be a change. I think there's too many games too. There's I too I games. don't think so, but that's because I love baseball. I, but there are too most people would say yes, there are too many games. But but it, don't you think more people will watch if they cut it down to like a hundred games and the games are two and a half? hours probably instead of 162 I mean, at four hours probably because that's the nice thing about soccer right they the you you're in and out yeah you yeah basically you, it's you 90 know. minutes yeah and it's two hours at the most 90 minutes and maybe 95 minutes with stoppage time but yeah you're in and out and there's the clock doesn't stop and yeah i mean baseball you and don't there's no really commercials know. there well see i don't know that because i watch 30 minutes there's no commercials okay uh-uh it's once the commercials are at halftime before the game, after the game and during like the game, they have like the ads on like the banners and stuff like the green screen stuff mm-hmm. and the digital screens and stuff on the field. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. That's the other, that's one of the honestly, besides all the concussions and all the stupid decisions made by the current NFL um, people, the commissioner and stuff, uh-huh. the commissioner's office. The other thing I don't can't stand about football is you kick it off, you score a touchdown, you take a you take a TV timeout. You kick it off, you take another yeah, TV timeout. Yeah. I'm I'm out. Yep, it takes too long. I don't want to watch commercials anymore. I'm sorry. I know that pays for stuff. Figure out a way to get it on the screen when you don't have to take a break from the action. You, the only Say, time you want to watch commercials is Super Bowl. I don't even want to watch them then. Oh, okay. I thought you said last time the Super Bowl was on, you were watching the commercials. Sort of, but may- maybe not. I don't know. But I don't want to watch them. No, I'd rather it just. I'd rather they should. They should figure out a way. They should learn from soccer. 
Yes. All all sports should learn from soccer. What soccer does well, which is the way they put it on TV and the way they present it. Yeah, especially if you're talking about no commercials. I didn't yes. I didn't realize that. And the amount of, and the length of time the game is, that kind of stuff. They could speed baseball up, I feel like. Yeah, they, they could, could speed baseball it. up. But then they're I mean, without going too much into a deep dive in baseball, which I'm very happy we are. Um yeah. they are now talking about Will the commissioner do something about the shift? And I don't know yeah, how I feel about, about that because if it if the manager comes up with a way to make it harder for the other team, why are you going to limit that? But at the same time, it's taking away from hits, and so people aren't getting as many hits. They're either hitting home runs or striking out, and so Which the game is, is boring. Yeah, more boring, I should say, for people that are not advocates of baseball. I think the players should have to play their position. Okay, well, if it's that simple, then maybe they're going to switch it. I would like to see that. Or I hate shift it, it when should I, I say. I hate, yeah, I hate when they put on a shift and it's like, you know, six guys, it seems like, on the left side of the field when there's, a, or the right side of the field when there's a left-handed hitter up there. Yeah. I just, just put the, make them play their position. You have this amount of room to move and you have to stay within this zone if this is your position. So what that about. seems common sense to me. What about having the. I mean, if the these are professional baseball players, so shouldn't the hitter just hit it where they're not? Yeah, but if the pitchers are also professional baseball players, that's right, and they're going to make it extremely difficult for the hitter to hit it where yes, the people are not. Yes, so I mean that is another. Pitchers are better than hitters. A good pitcher is going to almost always handle a good a same level hitter. Yes, that that's in theory that's correct. So you should tweak the rules in favor of more, more in favor of the hitters now, I think. And, and advocates of not changing the rules would say the chess match between that player trying to beat the shift and that pitcher is fun to watch. I don't really yeah, know real where I come. I don't know where I come down. <laughs> that is not fun for me to watch. I wish the shift wasn't there, actually. But it is because Joe Madden kind of started it down when he was with Tampa Bay. And ever since then, it's been with us. In baseball, well, I mean, I, they were. I've been. I've seen people do that when I was playing little league. So it's been around forever. Well, little league. I don't know. I I always thought Joe Madden kind of popularized it at least in in major league baseball. I've seen him do. It. I I can remember though. I mean, it depends on what kind of shift you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I've I've seen many times where they move the you know shortstop over to between the first baseman and the second baseman. Yeah. 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 I don't or, know. Or, you know, like put him in like shallow right field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if well, I honestly hadn't kept up with they do that in recreational softball leagues all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, do you want to make, a, well, that's a good question. Do you want to make Major League Baseball more like a recreational softball league? And part of me says, no, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And the other part of me says, that sounds like it might be actually be fun. Well, it is. That's like, what I Like let mean. the players drink beer <laughs> on, yeah. the, on the field. M- mic them up, mic them up and let them drink beer. Yes. <laughs> make, it a, make it fun. I think that's what the problem with baseball is. Yeah. Is they're so focused yeah. on history and records. They and are, tradition, yes. They are chained to numbers. And that, uh-huh. is, that to yeah. me is the problem I have with baseball now. They're yeah, chained they to the numbers, and it's always protect the numbers, protect these sacred numbers when mm-hmm. it's a number. Yeah. But, you know, make the baseball, juice the baseball up. I'm fine with that. And let, then, them, let them hit with giant cork bats. I mean, get them out there with the big wiffle ball bats. I mean. Well, some would say they turned a blind eye, blind eye during the steroid era to get 
you know, the Sammy Sosa versus Mark McGuire home run thing just to get more eyes in baseball. The problem I have with that, and this is the only problem, is the steroid, the actual injecting stuff into people. Because then people who can't compete or who are on the edge of competing feel like they need to do it. Right. And you're killing people. Mm -hmm. You're hurting. People are hurting their bodies in order to get paid. So juice the baseball. And cork the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Put. (laughs) Get get nuts a little bit. I mean. So now we are advocating for. Do something. Cheating in baseball. (laughs) No, 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 no. Make it make it part of the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they. you're right. There's a lot of people that don't like to watch it, and it mostly because it's weight takes too long and and the, the numbers. But then how would you, how would, so the Hall of Fame, I think that's why they want, they don't want the numbers to change because how do they decide who goes to the Hall of Fame if the numbers aren't equal or they don't uh, who cares? cares? Well, a lot of people do, and that's the problem. The, the people that get off my lawn with all these new things. You know who I think care? The sports writers. That's yes, who cares. Yes, sports writers care. And who cares what they think, to be honest? <laughs> well, should, ba- Major League Baseball should, be does, more, should pay more attention changing. to the actual fans instead of sports yes, writers. Yes, I agree. I agree. Sports writers are there to report. Yes. Tell, tell us about what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't need your opinion on, you know, who's in the Hall of Fame or not. Honestly. And who cares? Put the people, put the, call it. Is it the Hall of Fame or is it the Hall of people who sports writers like the most? Yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame. It should be the most famous names. It's ridiculous to me that Barry Bonds and, and McGuire and all them aren't oh, in the Hall of Fame. and Pete Rose? Pete Rose. Put them all in there. Put, they are famous. Make, make, a, make a wing of the Hall of Fame that says these are the infamous people and put them in there too. Sure, I agree. Yep. It's... What are you doing? It's the, it's the it's the preciousness of it that yes, I can't stand. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And There's I, a lot of I'm, that. I'm partly you being facetious with the writers because obviously you care about what they think and you want their opinion because they see the games every day and they follow it more closely than than the majority of people. Certainly more than me, probably more than you. Oh yeah. And you watch a lot of baseball, so I do. you want to hear what they have to say and their insights into it and what they hear and what they see and things that we would miss otherwise. But the Hall of Fame thing, this just kills me. This. I would, I would like to see them just get rid of the Hall of Fame. I think if they got rid of the Hall of Fame, that would free up so much in baseball. Yeah, probably. That'll never happen. Of course not. No. Because baseball is going to be gone as a major sport in America if it's not already there in our lifetime. It will if no one, if they don't do something about it. In 20 years. And we're likely to live another 20 years. And I mean, football it's still within too. our life expectancy. What do you think? Football about is football? a different story. Football is going to be the safety stuff. Oh, I know, but I, I think that might go away. Yeah, ba- they're both going to do themselves in. But see, here's the thing: baseball is rapidly declining in popularity, yep. and football is still the number one sport in America. That's right, and and so Mike Trout should start marketing himself, and then the the problem will be solved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All it's right. all Mike Trout's fault. It is Mike Trout's. It's all Mike Trout's fault. So I won't I love even Mike Trout so much. It makes me want to watch baseball because he is like, no, it's not my responsibility to market mm-hmm. your your sport. It's yes. my responsibility to play and be awesome. And he's so great and he's so like just down to earth. I saw something the other day where he called into the Weather Channel like on a Wednesday morning and was telling them information about the weather. Yes, he did. And then they played that on the beginning of the All-Star game or the Home Run Derby oh. or something. Yeah. I read an article about it. See, that 
He likes just the a, weather. He he, he, he seems just like yeah. a normal dude who happens to be an all-time talent in baseball. Yeah, I mean, how can people what not like Mike Trout? Yeah, that's what I understand. And if you, as a sport, that it's if your league cannot make him popular, something is wrong with your league. Mm-hmm. I and agree. And the commissioner blaming him. Is another symptom of something is wrong with your league. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree 100%. I think if they blew the Hall of Fame up, though, and got rid of it and took that, got rid of the numbers issue, it would solve a lot of this. I think you're right. Or at least putting, uh, you know, like you said, an infamous hall or an asterisk behind all these people's names that you don't think yeah. should be in there. Or call it the Hall of Records and Numbers. Yes. Yeah, and Hall of Stats. not the Hall of Fame, because the Hall of Fame implies that people are famous, and there are people in there that you put the people that were famous in their time in there if you're going to call it the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can be or the literal best. about it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah, I know. If anything, I can be literal. So for a, for a podcast that doesn't talk about sports, we uh, really, uh, you know. Totally yeah, nailed you can it tell it's the middle of July and nothing yeah. is going on, can't you? And we didn't even talk about the British Open, which I intend to watch every stroke I can. It's going on I'm, right now, and I'm, I'm missing it. I'm cutting this podcast off right now if we get into golf talk. We won't. We won't. <laughs> Just that I'm going to watch the British Open. That's it. Every stroke. And you know what I like about the British Open specifically is that it starts at like 1 a.m., which I, of course I'm not, no, I'm not that much of a diehard that I'm waking up early. But it's all over by mid-afternoon, so I still have the whole day to do stuff afterwards. I love it. It's just kind of like Wimbledon and sort of like the World Cup was too, right? Because there were a lot of games in the morning in the World Cup. Most of them, I suppose. Because it was in Russia. I'm sorry, what? What were we talking about? (laughs) And we're out of here. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Say, do you like pelicans? How about blue wahoos? Or maybe you like turtles? Either way, whatever your opinion is on animals and... I guess they're all animals, so animals and other animals. We like you. And we'd like to hear from you. You can reach us on Twitter. I mean, reach us. That sounds like you're reaching out to grab us, and please do not do that. Um, You can send us feedback. Uh, Yeah, that sounds better. You can send us feedback on Twitter at SpeakTangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. There's no other way to send us feedback. Oh, you can leave us an iTunes review. We love iTunes reviews. We're still not sure what they do, but we love them. We're told they're very important. Important for what? I'm not sure. Just know that we appreciate every iTunes review and every bit of feedback we get. But mostly, we appreciate you. So, any feedback this week? Oh, yes. We do have feedback. Uh, We have some feedback about Tim's appearance last week. We've got some feedback about sibling rivalries, disciplining children. Um, And we have some more iTunes reviews. Really? Yeah. So, first, we'll turn to Twitter. 
uh, and our feedback about Tim's appearance. Cool. Uh, first, from Patrick, may or may not be in the woods, Moffat at Moffat Patrick. Just got home from a week up in the very tall hills. Is there a name for those? Um, I will say I call them mountains, maybe. I mean, it, he said very tall hills. That's a name, right? Yeah, very tall hills. And he says, and I found a great science-heavy episode of Speaking of Tangents. Antarctica is big and cold. Neutrinos are small and may come from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I saw some Is that picture. a reference to something? It sounds familiar. It does. Star Trek? Yeah. Star Wars? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spock said that to Kirk. Yep. Did I nail that right out of the gate? Yes. Awesome. I always get Star Wars and Star Trek confused. So. Well, you just have to remember which one has the Wookiee. Um, okay. I'm going to move on to the next tweet. Sure. John Miller at JKM563. Great show this week. Tim has an amazing job. Great story. I wanted to check out his blog. I was driving. I didn't get to, I didn't get to drive right. I think he just means to say I didn't get to write it down. Mm -hmm. Might you DM the link? I think he's driving while texting. So he's so do he. Well, so you know he does text, the talk. He to speaks text. to text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I'm glad you liked it, John. Um, hopefully the interns did DM you that address, but but if not, it's one day one night one year dot com. I think, um, and the password is ninety south nine zero south. Cool. And hopefully you're not driving again, and we're gonna have the same problem where you're you can't write it down. Yeah, send us feedback uh, next week about yeah. to send it to you again. <laughs> and Al Poole at Al Poole 33. Mm -hmm. Fascinating interview with Tim. However, what was the name of his band or other bands at the poll? That is Hashtag poll bands. Mm -hmm. So I, I reached out to Tim and here's what he said. He said, my first summer, I was a member of Rock Hard Abs. This last summer, we started off as the South Pole Shakes. But then, when we were making a recording in the quiet reading room, our drummer used a world globe as a drum on one song, and we immediately became the Earth Tones. Nice. And then he said there was a Pink Floyd tribute band, but, but he wasn't a member, and they called that tribute band Pink Fraud, which I think is funny. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he did actually play with one of the other gentlemen down there, somebody by the name of Joey, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name they, yep. he had some original songs and so a group of guys down there including tim recorded those songs and played those songs but uh back here in the states his band joey's band is called the pine hearts and cool. you can find the pine hearts on spotify and and chances are that tim has played some of those songs and i've listened to pine hearts um i guess i'd call them americana maybe yeah that makes sense yeah so those are the names of the bands Tim mentioned. Uh, I personally like the Earth Tones after playing on the globe for a drum. thought that was kind of funny. Yes. Um, okay, Jolene Wojcik at J-M-R-W-O-J-C-I-K. Speaking of tangents, hosts may not approve, but here's my moment. Bulls-Hawks preseason game kiss cam. Oh, and I loved hearing the interview with the Husker. So interesting. And then she gave up, attached a photo of her and who I assume, I guess I assume it's her husband, kissing on the kiss cam at this game. Yeah, I game. would hope so. She tweeted it out. So. Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> um, so somebody must have captured that kiss cam moment on the big screen. Nice. And I, I tweeted back to her, one, you know, that I have nothing against the, the kiss cam. 
Oh, me either. Um, so I approve of that. And, and yes. two, I love that she referred to Tim as the interview with the Husker, because we never referred to Tim as, as a Husker. But I think Jolene just remembered that when I've talked he's about Tim in the past, no, he's not from Kansas, but that's where he is now. Like the, the no, Cornhusker Nebraska, state, Kansas. Nebraska. Kansas, yep. Yeah, Kansas. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't think Tim would describe himself as a Husker. If anything, he'd maybe say he's a Longhorn, but um, good memory anyway, Jolene. Longhorns from Oklahoma. Yes, from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And, and the last one uh, we'll read about Tim's appearance was from Smitty Scoop at Smitty Scoop. It has been several days now, and I still cannot process how insane the 300 Club is. If you fired up the sauna to 120 degrees Fahrenheit and asked me to go out in 20 degrees Fahrenheit, I would say no way. So I wouldn't <laughs> even do the 100 Club. My max is probably the 90 Club. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it is kind of insane. Well, it's the... But it's the rite of passage down there. It sounds like almost everybody does it. Yeah, and it's the thing where I feel like at some point it just doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, right. If it's just get, cold. It's, there's only so much you can get hot and cold and be able to really care about it at some point. Your brain just goes, nah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm not paying attention. So uh, thanks to everybody who sent feedback in about Tim. I also got a handful of private notes saying you know the same thing, so thanks for those too. Okay. Jason, on the discussion about your kids and being ready for them to go back to school and that that kind of stuff. Jenny Robbins at Robbins underscore Jenny. Just started the Speaking of Tangents pod. Love the parenting style of Judo Fuse and read the manual. Switching rooms is just brilliant. Two exclamation points. My kids certainly do not love it. So are they still... So how long is the switching rooms? Is there a time frame that you put on it or... It was a week. So today they're going back. They're switching back. They're going back. Okay. Uh-huh. And are they ready? Uh, are... The little one doesn't care. She's like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Are you ready? N- no. I, I'm You're ready, ready for them, for them to, go, them to, to go up to school. Yeah. yeah. And they Matt... just need something to do. And I'm, my entertainment days are over for the summer. I'm, I'm done. You've had it. So, yeah, yeah. I've had it. And, and Matthew Vogel on those same lines at Vogel Matt. Personal sanity and disciplining children are often inversely related. I agree. 100%? hmm Yeah. So you're ready for school to start. When does yeah. school start down there? Because it's different uh, than up here. Yeah, it's like a couple of weeks. It's not, it's not far now. I can see the light now at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Getting close. And do they do that? Um, doesn't it have something to do with how hot it is down there and air conditioning? Or why do they start so early? Uh, it's a long story that sort of relates to the Baseball Hall of Fame <laughs> in okay. that you get stuck in a tradition uh, of something uh-huh. that you did. It's the, you know, when the woman says to the old joke story about the woman says to her grandmother, why do you cut the end off of the, you know, roast before you put it in the pan? And she's like, well, my, my mom always did that. And she goes to her great grandmother and says, why do you do that? And she said, well, you know, my mom always did that. And then they go back and you keep going back and you finally figure out it's because the first one didn't have a big enough pan. So they had to cut the end off. <laughs> right. Yeah. To fit it in there. And so it's the we just that's the way we've always done it. And when nobody asks questions, you get, you know, 100 years later and you're still bound to these things that you did that made sense. And we're totally fine 100 years ago. But yes. now it makes no sense. So yes. I hope that answers your question. It does answer my question. And actually, it, it makes me think of a scene in Coming to America. 
which don't ask me why. That's how my brain thinks. Mm-hmm. But the scene, perhaps you remember, they're in the limousine, King Joffrey Joffer. And, Darth Vader. And, the, and his wife, I cannot remember the queen's name. Mm-hmm. And um, Hakeem wanted to marry Lisa. He didn't want to have an arranged marriage. Correct. And she said something like, why do you have to make him marry somebody he doesn't love? Well, it is tradition. And she said, well, you're the king, aren't you? Something like that. Change tra- you can change it. Yep. Yep. Same idea. Okay. So you go back to school or they go back to school early, but it's not really, there's no real reason behind it. I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's my answer. Well, the reason that they go back to school after Labor Day here is also based on tradition because of the state fair not ending until the Labor Day. And mm. so they wanted all the kids, especially the kids who were in FFA, to be able to go to the state fair and with their animals. And I don't they, know if that's necessarily want them to go to the fair or need them to go to the fair to support the fair. Maybe. That maybe. seems more like an economic decision by the state. Yeah. But they still do it, and, you know, I don't think that there aren't that many kids that do go to the fair with their, with their animals. But, I mean, they're trying to get families to come to the fair, yes. so they're trying to free yeah. up It the is time. an economic decision, yes. Yes. Yeah. As oh. most decisions seem to be lately. <laughs> yeah, and lately or always? Well, it's like always, but now more blatant. Yes. No try- no, no, nobody's trying to cover anything up anymore. It's just blatant. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so as I mentioned, we have um, some more iTunes reviews. Cool. Um, when we mentioned it this last week, we had 22 total reviews. Well, now we have 25. Um, so we got four more. That's awesome. Four more. We got a couple more written reviews and one non-written review, all five stars, so thank you. And How do you get what? Did they, is it a voice recording? How's that not a non-written review? They clicked on the Did stars. Did they do that on? <laughs> oh, so we got a rating. Yes, a rating. Oh, non- okay. Non-written rating. All five stars, though, so thank you. This seems to be a mistake. And here are the two written reviews. First one is the title, Good is Up, five stars, by Phantom Writer 563. Tim Argar's story was very fascinating. Great interview. The second... Thank you, Phantom Writer 563. Do you know who that is? I think I have a guess. Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, okay. The second one is called, the subject line is Fun, Five Stars, by The Last Hope of Cunninghams. When you just need to get away from everything going on in the world, this is the podcast for that. KJ and Jason bring levity and enjoyment to their show. Thank you. I also have no idea who that is. I don't either. Okay. Last Hope of Cunningham's. I don't know. But thank you, Last Hope of Cunningham's. Yes, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, any, anything else? Do you, do you have a Nextdoor app review that you want to read? Um, I thought we had two more iTunes reviews. Yeah, they're non-written, so they're just five stars by an <laughs> okay. anonymous, anonymous person. So go to iTunes and listen to those reviews. Yes. And I, I honestly don't know who Phantom whatever is. My what? brain may not be working, but I don't know who that is. I know the other one's James Cunningham, I'm assuming. Yeah, the other one I think is James Cunningham. And, and the Phantom Writer 563, I'm going by my memory of JKM 563. Could not, it might not be. I think it's John Miller. 
Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's good detective work there. Yeah. You should yeah. be on that show, um, Killing Eve. <laughs> Killing Eve is a great show so far. I'm three episodes in. No spoilers alerts. Spoilers. No spoiler alerts, please. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I could anything be a else detective. This week? No, I don't you could have be? anything. You, you, really? You think you could be? I think I could be. I'm pretty good mm -hmm. at research and stuff. Research and... I could be a detective's assistant. Or, or like a buddy cop? Like yes. a buddy cop movie? Yes. I yeah. could be the one that, you know, holds the camera. Yeah, if somebody else is doing the research, like, stat-wise. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think we could probably make that happen. I know some people. Awesome. Yeah. All right, yes. No, I have nothing else this week. Do you? No, I do not. <laughs> Right. You might even say I had nothing to begin with. <laughs> you might. <laughs> yes, you might. One might say that, yes. Maybe maybe detective that. <laughs> detective <Which> that. <laughs> detective this. I think they might say investigate that, but you know, I like to go with the the proper noun, detective. Or verb. Yeah. Detective, that could be used as a verb, couldn't it? Well, that's how you just used it. Detective mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Investigate that. Yeah, you used it as a verb. Works for me. Works for me, too. Okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Speaking of parents, this coming weekend, Sunday to be exact, so just a few days away, it is National Parents Day. So I hope Jason is able to take advantage of that. Some other notable national days. Today is National Lollipop Day. Suck it! Go Tootsie Rolls. Saturday is National Junk Food Day. But every day this weekend for me is National Golf Day. Though in honor of National Junk Food Day, I might enjoy a slice of cake. No matter how rough, I'll feel afterwards. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.